0: Cinema back, another edition. How we doing out there? Good, great, great, and yeah, yay yeah, and puke, who gives a shit? Welcome back to the worst fucking show in the history of podcasts. By far, maybe. By far. Leaps and bounds. Why? I'm not sure that anybody watches movies anymore. Two, uh, the host is terrible. Three, it's technically not a very sharp show because I don't edit and I... I The only real time I put into this anymore is the actual watching of the movie, the bonus features, and the talking about it. I haven't decided how much longer I'm going to continue this, or do I do it low-key so that when movies do come back, I never stopped? I don't know. I don't know how the... How the fuck I feel about it. All I do know for a goddamn certainty is that I don't have time to be doing it anymore. I know if you listen to the show all the time, you hear me say the same shit all the time. However, however, gang, there are people that are tuning in for the first time ever that may not know my life. And, you know, I'm not saying that nobody cares about what the fuck I'm doing outside my life. That's not the issue. However, sometimes it does impact how the show sounds. (laughs) And I'm telling you, it's getting harder and harder for me to bounce between anatomy and physiology and pharmacology into cinematography, choreography. <laughs> it just, oh, man. Like, I had a brief moment there where I'm like, I was trying to, you know, I mean, I I I do do prep for this show, but very little. I, I, I operate, because I'm a grandpa, I think that... Uh, if you are going to make the decision to do a podcast, if you need to edit yourself talking for 30 minutes, I would argue, I'm not saying that I'm right. I am not saying that I'm right. I would argue that you shouldn't do a podcast. <laughs> if you have trouble, like if you can't trust yourself to talk for 30 minutes, and, and you think that people are going to want to listen to you, but you, you don't trust yourself to just let it flow, just just hang it up. Hang it up, all right? Now, for the people that are like, oh, man, maybe I should hang it up, hold on, hold on a second. If you really want it, you got to be obsessed. And I, you know, I've deleted more episodes than – Actual movie podcasts have actual episodes. This is this is real talk too. I like the only person who I, I shouldn't even say rivals me. He's just he does more than me. Is the I know movies and you don't podcast uh, with your host Kyle Brule. Uh, that motherfucker throws down all the time. So I'm not I'm not going to compare myself to him. But if you are obsessed, you know. In this, you know what I'm going let, let Grandpa give you a little life lesson. You know. Anything worth doing, like if it's gonna be your career, if it's a passion, da 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 and you doubt your talent, or in this case you doubt your talking for thirty minutes, be obsessed. And this even goes for some of my enemies out there. Be obsessed. Obsession beats talent all the time. Hustle, Adam Sandler. <laughs> but not that I hadn't heard that years and years and years before that, but I did just watch Hustle the other day. Not a bad movie. Not a bad movie. Old uh, Sandman does it again. I really enjoyed Hustle. Thought it was... Uh, it's, it, it's just nice to see him... I, I Don't get me wrong. I like Skibidi doo Adam Sandler, and I also like dramatic Adam Sandler. I really do. Punch-Drunk Love is strong. I, In fact, the dramatic moments, and I'm going to offend some people right now, but this is what I do. There are moments in Click that are great from an acting standpoint. Adam Sandler does a great... You may not like the movie. I love the movie. Tears my heart out every single time You guys don't understand how precious time is Until you don't have any of it left I wish there's a couple of exes That, uh, you know, would get off of social media And realize that, you know what Maybe the kid wasn't as bad as I thought he was, you know But fucking, I pop a pill and watch TikTok And then I forget all about it Anyway (laughs) Anyway Um, where was I? Oh, yes, I was always revealing a little bit of my personal life. Every show, that's what I try to do. Uh, Don't get me wrong, I like talking about the movies and everything, but I think what separates my show from other people's show is that I do get a little real every now and then, gang. I get a little real with y'all. Because I had somebody the other day that was like, you know you never say your name on the podcast? I do know this. Occasionally I do if I slip up or whatever, but that's... I wish I could say, gang, that that's intentional. It's not. I just, I don't, I don't think about it. I think it goes back to what, I, how I started this whole fucking rant. Obsession over talent. I don't. To me, listen. I could promote this show more. I could, and I would probably, you know, garner a few more followers here and there. But anyone that knows me, they know that man. It's about it. It's about talking about people that. I mean, for lack of better phrase, not to get you on you, but the people that impact me, it's about them. It's about the filmmakers that make me think or make me, you know, on the edge of my seat or whatever, whatever the case may be. It's about them. I don't give a fuck. Like, if you listen to the show for me, cool. I'm not, listen, I'm not a complete fucking idiot. Cool, but that's not the point of this show. Never was, never will be. It is about, one, this whole fucking show started... Because I wanted people to get excited about movies again. And, you know, (laughs) I will say this. This is kind of fucked up. From the time that I started this show uh, until present, I definitely do feel differently. So when I started the show, I got really bent out of shape because, you know, it just didn't seem like people were excited about movies, this, that, or the other thing. And I I was just like, man, but, like, if you... (laughs) Most of us, like, when we get off of work, we do go home and watch a TV show, or we do go home and watch a movie, right? Like, that still happens. I, I mean, I know it does. But it just seemed like I had heard, well, I watch this show, I watch this show, I watch Twitch, I watch this this YouTuber entertains me, blah, blah, blah. And at the time that I started this show, I was like, fuck you, fuck you and your short media, this is fucking stupid, like, you know, like... Movies are where it's at, you know, for the most part. Movies and well-done TV shows. I hate to break it to you again. When I say well-done TV shows, I hate to break it to you. All your Netflix original stuff, most of it's garbage. I'm sorry. Most of it. Didn't say all of it, so hang on to your DMs because I... Yes, there are some gems out there, even for me. Even for me. Like, I fucking love Narcos and Mine Hunter and fucking... Listen, they're out... But the problem is, is just... Well, it's a blessing and a curse. Blessing is filmmakers, uh, artists, have all these avenues to be able to get their shit out nowadays, which is fucking great. Problem is, if you are the consumer, you have to weed through a lot of shit to get to the good stuff. And then, if you're not, like, a connoisseur like myself, there are people that tell me some of the shows that they watch, and I just look at them like they have a third eye. Like, you really would spend your time watching that. Like, you really dumped... 13, 14 hours of your life into that, you could have watched seven movies that, you know, you heard were good but never watched, you know, some classics or something like that. And I only say that so that you can kind of create a blueprint for yourself of what you should demand on your spare time. Now, going back to the whole how things have changed and everything, I don't necessarily know that sitting down and watching as many movies... As I have is a good thing. In fact, let's just let's let's put an end to it. It's not a good thing. <laughs> it's not it's not a good thing to sit on your asshole as long as I have. That's just a given. Now, having said that, I still if someone's... In, I, I'm in a different position than you guys, you know. So I urge you, occasionally watch a movie here and there. Blow your wig back. Don't watch another episode of The Office. You've already seen it. You've already seen it. Don't watch another episode of 30 Rock. 30 Rock's a good show. Watch something that's going to make you uncomfortable. In fact, uh, one of my buddies, <clears throat> one of my coworkers, uh, I was talking to him, and he was just like, man, I never, I never thought about that, you know, grandpa dropping wisdom. I said, listen... L- take yourself out of your comfort zone is there ever a right time in 2022 to sit down and watch a fucking italian drama from 1960 no probably not however provides perspective <laughs> you know why i think you. everyone should be watching foreign films that's just that's just how it is i can't believe it took you all the fucking parasite for you guys to take note oh the people around the world make good films yeah they do yeah they fucking do um, anyway, backtrack, 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 I, I, I can't say for a certainty that sitting as long as I have has been good, and in fact, like, if you are sensitive to too many things, it can hinder your everyday life, I am a very sensitive and emotional boy, I am going to therapy, but I'm convinced that between, <laughs> between the Sid Vicious, that's, yeah, that's how we'll say that in slang. Between the Sid Vicious and the amount of uh, movies I've watched, it, it it's not good, folks. <laughs> it's, it's not gang. I it, it's it's not a good thing, gang. I I am in tune to way too much stuff that I just know for a fact that most people aren't. Not all people, most people aren't. And because of the Sid Vicious, I don't always handle it in the correct way. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, but I, you know, I, I, I do think movies will come back around. I don't know about physical media. I hope it fucking does. I hope it fucking does because, listen, if you're, if this is the first time you've ever tuned into this show, try an experiment for me. Watch one of your, watch Star Wars on Disney Plus, okay? Watch fucking Empire Strikes Back or whatever. Buy... Empire Strikes Back on Blu-ray, 4K, whatever the fuck, and watch it that way, and tell me what is better. I, I'm, I mean, if, if you're going to sit there and say, like, oh, well, the, everything looks and sounds the same, it's going to be very hard for me to want to know you, <laughs> but I, I just, because I want physical media to stay, but, like, I, I'm just getting real nervous because I work with a lot of young cats, and boy, are they disinterested. And that's fine, it's not that they're completely disinterested with movies, but the idea of buying a Blu-ray is laughable to them. And when I first started this show, I was like, you're a fucking idiot, and now I'm kind of just like, well, if this is where we're trending, I mean, you can't fight City Hall, you know? Anyway. But today's movie is no exception. Like, I'm so glad that I had, well, not only that, but like all the bonus features on this disc as well. But just supreme sound a supreme remastering uh 4k restoration from the 35 millimeter original print or the original negative i'm sorry camera negative and it just it looked fucking great and was kind of mind-blowing as i had never um heard of or seen this movie and for someone who i mean i i'm a movie fan i don't a lot of people would say oh you like horror and kung fu that's that's it's not inaccurate, but like, I don't know. It kind of pisses me off because I, I watch everything. I literally just go, just fucking go to Instagram, doesn't even include Instagram, Twitter, Spotify, YouTube, whatever the shit my stuff's on. I don't talk about promoting ourselves, I, which I don't. Whatever my shit's on, I'd say I fucking, my spectrum is, is just fine. However, in terms of zombie canon, I can't believe that I overlooked this one. You know, it's just, this shit falls through the cracks yeah, all the time. Like, there's, there's still a handful of movies I haven't seen. Gone with the Wind, I, I think I've started it 14 times, but I, I haven't watched it. Uh, Casablanca, I think I finally finished that one one day. And it had nothing to do. It had nothing to do with just like, oh, I thought this movie was gonna be fucking boring. I don't know. Like, I, I I'm not at the age yet where fucking smoking cigarettes over a fucking glass of scotch is my daily output you know like i don't wear fedoras and suits just yet I, I could i just choose not to i like to be comfortable reminds me of a game lyric the game you guys know him that reminds me of. The, i don't do button-up shirts or drive maybacks yeah that's a good way to describe me <laughs> but but my point is like i just didn't think that i had whatever it doesn't matter because i have seen it so it negates everything i'm going to say but point is is like sometimes things fall through the cracks and this one i can't believe fell through the crack because for a slow burn fucking zombie film with a killer fucking ending how dare i i was mad at myself because when i saw when this thing wrapped up i was like god damn that was good that was real fucking good i don't know how well it would play to someone that's 26 but, I mean, I it, it depends. I, I got to stop throwing the youngins to the wolves. And, I, and I'm not, really, because, like I said, if you watch YouTube or Twitch or whatever, that's all fine and everything. But I have seen on more than one occasion where the parts that should be hitting for an audience, because, like I said, I rent out theaters, I show I, I show films at my fucking home all the time to groups of people, and, you know, I kind of watch the audience. You know, I... I at, at, At my core, I am a writer who observes. So when I have people over, I'm always... I'm watching the movie, and I'm having a good time, but I'm always observing the people and to see if the beats are hitting where they should. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. I showed a classic the other day, uh, High Tension, Alexandra Ja. That one played pretty well. I I was very nervous if it was going to hold up. I hadn't seen it in like six, seven years, but I I showed it to a group of 12. (laughs) One, they liked it. One of my friends, she's she's not a big horror fan. She looked fucking disheveled. She was she was sweating. Her hair was all out of whack. Oh I love you, babe. I love you. You're you're a good egg. But holy shit, you did you did not look like you had a good time. But I tried to I tried to tell her like, look, we're 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 here watching a horror film. Your horror films are meant to be watched amongst friends, or. I mean, you can watch it by yourself. I, I, I still watch horror films by myself, and, you know, the way that I have my uh, surround sound set up, you know, when that old woman groans or moans or whatever, and, and it hits in the in my rears or whatever, I still get startled and shit. That's like you know, that's how I. But the point is, is, like, most of the time, horror films are more enjoyable with a group of people, so... And that's what I was trying to drive home for her was just like, look, we make jokes and stuff as it goes around. You have a good time. Oh, my God. We haven't even talked about the movie. The Living Dead at the Manchester Morgue, The Living Dead at the Manchester Morgue. I am ashamed of myself that it took until however long ago I watched it. I don't know. It's probably it's probably been a couple weeks that I'm finally getting down to, to throw down on it. But uh, The Living Dead at Manchester Morgue, a.k.a. Let Sleeping Corpses Lie and Don't Open the Window. Uh, If we're going to choose between the three, I'm going to go with Let Sleeping Corpse's Lie. I like that one. That's good. I like that one. Uh, Let Sleeping Corpse's Lie stars Ray Lovestock, Christina Galbo, Arthur Kennedy, Aldo Massasso, Massasso, Aldo Will Will Massasso, Giorgio Tristini, Roberto Possi man, these are so much easier to do than Cantonese or Mandarin. Holy fuck. Now, of course, I'll butcher the next few. Uh, Jose Linfante, I'll oh, still doing good. G- G- Giannini, Gianini. Gianini. Mestre. Gengergati. Fernando Hilbeck. Who else do we got? Who have Vera uh, Vera Drudy Vincente Vega, Francisco Sanz, Paul Benson, Anita Kobe, Joaquin Hinojoza, Hinojosa. Uh, fuck it. Let's just because he's called the Naked Man. Let's uh, Vito Saliare, Saliare, um, Yeah. Written by Juan Cobos, Sandro Continenza, and Marcello Casiga, Cas- Cosilla. Marcello Cosilla. Yes. Machello Cosilla. Machello There we go. Sounding real authentic. Uh, Synapse release this fucking Oh I I just this film, I don't give a fuck if, if this film was even like forty minutes longer, because mention I mentioned it's a slow burn, right, gang? If this film was forty minutes longer and it still had the ending that it did, I wouldn't give I wouldn't give a shit if it's three hours long. The ending is so fucking good and so ahead of its time. Like when I watched the ending, I was like, man, this is some shit that you would see nowadays. It really would. Like in terms of like a oh, Fuck, did that just happen? We don't get very, at least for me, very rarely these days that do I not see the ending coming from a mile away. It's, I mean, it's why I don't watch, if you're a first time listener, I don't watch trailers. I, 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 no, no previews of any sort. If I go to a theater and a trailer to a movie starts to play, that I know I'll see, you know, the next Christopher Nolan Tom Hardy film, whatever, Tom Hardy all day, but uh, he's, he's my muse. Uh, I will get up from my seat in the theater and walk the fuck out of the theater until that trailer's done playing. So, what I'm saying is, like, this... Man. Delivers on all levels. Delivers on all levels. And I still was like, ah, they probably won't... Oh, shit, they did for the ending. And I, I sat there... Uh, credits are still rolling. I was like, man, I wish there's got, because of the day of the internet, I, I'm about to fucking lose all of you right now. Maybe even myself, probably myself as well. I guess what's kind of shocking to me anymore. And I'm not saying that movies shouldn't end a particular way I, I Because it goes both ways Double-edged sword, again I've done so much Sid Vicious that I, I can never make up my mind But there are movies that need to end with the guy getting the girl Or the girl getting the guy Or the bad guy losing That, that, that has to happen, okay? That's why we go to the movies So that we can have redemption and shit, right? Sometimes, um, it's nice when none of that happens Okay. And I again, go in the time of the internet, I'm I'm kind of shocked that we don't have stronger endings in films now. Now on the one hand, I get it. It is so hard to be original these days. And you don't want to have like a jaw-dropping ending that makes no sense that's not you know relevant to the plot at all. Like again, you you have to be reasonable here. You can't just be like, oh, I saw that ending coming a mile away. And nine times out of ten, when somebody says that to me, I go, well, how do you want to end? <laughs> you know? Like, I was talking to someone about Top Gun, and they were uh, Top Gun Maverick, which was okay. Um, I mean, it was fine. I don't know what how much you can do in an fucking f-18 fighter pilot movie you know in a fighter jet movie but they were talking about the ending well the ending was kind of cliche and blah blah blah." yeah it's top gun (laughs) (laughs) like how did you want it to end was maverick supposed to fucking crash into his own fucking boat and kill everyone and that's how it fucking ended the fucking enemy won. come on you wouldn't like that either you wouldn't like that either I am sorry. I'm losing it. I, what I was getting at is in the day of the internet, I don't understand how we, we have all this information, right? We can do all this reading. Somehow we're dumber, but we could do all this reading. And because of that, I think it should make you just by nature, a better, a better storyteller. And, um, let sleeping, let sleeping corpses lie. The living dead at Manchester morgue. Don't open the window. um, it's it's just be- It's I'm beautifully told. It's not probably it's, it is far from the right way to say it, but it is expertly told. Ex the execution is crazy from top to bottom. Like I'm just sitting here going, "Well, when's this going to happen? When's this going? to, Oh, there it is. When's this going to happen? When's that? Oh, they they tied that they tied that knot up too. <sighs> so what is the Living Dead in Manchester? This by the way, this Blu-ray from Cinex. Packed. Fucking packed with all the good shit. Like I want to say three to three and a half, four hours of bonus features. Fucking great. Every every last minute of it, too. Um two commentaries or is it just one? Nope, two audio commentaries. We'll get there. We'll get there. What <laughs> we're fucking twenty-three minutes in and all I've mentioned is zombie canon. <laughs> A strange twist of fate brings two young travelers, George and Edna, George played by Ray Lovestock, Edna played by Christine Galbo, to a small town where an experimental agricultural machine may be bringing the dead back to life. I say that again, which I just find was kind of an original idea, right, gang? Even now, even now in 2022, I'll say it again. George and Edna uh, travel to a small town where an experimental agricultural machine may be bringing the dead back to life. I thought it was cool. As zombies infest the area and attack the living, a bullheaded detective, Academy Award nominee, Arthur Kennedy, thinks that the couple are Satanists responsible for local killings. So you hear me. The zombies are coming back to life, but they think these two fucking hippies... These two young travelers are satanists, satanic panic, responsible for all these killings. Well, George and Edna, I I would like to count the number of times that I've read off the back of a fucking Blu-ray thing where this phrase has been uh, uh, uttered, have to fight for their lives. (laughs) I bet you. So, uh, Somewhere over 200 in the episode mark I've deleted more than some movie podcasts Have actual episodes I Technically I would be at like 323 something right now But I had to get rid of a lot of Fucking drivel um, It was just boring no, no fucking hate in my heart For some of the people that Got deleted off of my catalog It's just fucking boring dude Like there is no reason I needed a six and a half hour podcast that was talking about a decade in horror no reason whatsoever if I wouldn't listen to something like that why would I force you to do it um anyway 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 George and Edna have to fight for their lives I if anybody's got a number on that how many times I've said that for this show fight for their lives and prove their innocence as they try and stop the impending zombie apocalypse. Zompocalypse, baby. The Living Dead at Manchester Morgue, a.k.a. Let Sleeping Corpses Lie and Don't Open the Window, is a gory whore tale from Spanish director Jorge Grau and widely considered to be one of the best zombie films ever made. Ever made. And now that I'm thinking about it, now that I'm saying it out loud, I do not hate that fucking sentence. In a fucking world where we have Tons of zombie films, Train to Busan, Shaun Shaun of the Dead, Night of the Living Dead, The Return of the Living Dead, Uh, uh, 28 Days Later, all all these good ones, man, it would be up there, and this one, I mean, it's 74, gang, 1974, one of the best zombie films ever made, let that marinate for a second for all you horror fans out there, you zombie fans out there, of course... I have a weird suspicion that The Walking Dead may have ruined zombie films for all time. Or, you know, like everything becomes cool again after a certain amount of time. You know, 20 years from now, zombie films will be cool again. I don't know. But I, I stand by that. It is one of the best zombie films of all time. Merely for the last 15, 20 minutes. Perfectly executed, and that's how I wanted the story. When you look at the story as a whole, because, again, let's go back to what I was saying, you know, 10, 15 minutes ago. You can't just come up with an ending that's jaw-dropping, jaw-dropping that has no fucking bearing on the plot, where you're just like, oh, we're going to introduce a new character that comes to save the day or something like that. You can't do that. Or, like, the fucking, well, you get what I'm saying. It, I... I don't hate that sentence, gang. Beautifully restored in the 4K from the original camera negative, Synapse Films, Synapse Films, Synapse Films presents the film with the true original English theatrical mono mix and the real opening and closing credit sequences intact. Oh, I really want to watch this with a group of people right now because I just, I, I always want, it's like when you get a new toy, you want to show it off. I want to show this movie off because, like, this is leaps and bounds better than The Walking Dead. Bah, Walking Dead's brutal. It's got so much blood. Yeah, cool, but how about that story, though? Because it just seems like I quit after Glenn took his shellacking. <laughs> I quit after Glenn because it just—it was just turmoil amongst the group, and I was just like, okay, I've, I've had enough. I get it. He, the, the humans versus humans. I got it. Who's going to be the dirty one this season? You know, like I just fucking whatever. And I got it. Like, I tell people that all the time. Like, so I always, you know, it's funny. I always bang on people for, like, watching The Office over and over again instead of watching new films or pushing themselves out of their comfort zone and shit. I, I, no, I gotta stop, I gotta stop being so negative to the very people that listen to this show. So I'll stop. (laughs) Anyway, um, what does this disc have on it? We have the exclusive new 4K restoration from the original 35mm camera negative. New 5.1 English stereo surround remix made exclusively for the Synapse Films release. And like I said, before we even got into the bonus features, I, I would just let, uh, another just random statement, I would rather have a good surround sound system and a 19-inch TV than a 90-inch TV in a sound bar. I'll say it one more time. I would rather have a nineteen inch TV with good surround sound than a ninety inch TV with a surround or with a uh, sound bar. Because that's how you're supposed to watch stuff. If everything's coming from me from the front, it's not it's, it's not real, bro. It's not <laughs> it's not how it was intended to to be watched. Two audio commentaries featuring authors and film scholars. Oh, there he is again, Troy Howarth. I've talked about him a number of times on this show. Nathaniel Thompson and Bruce Holacek. Uh, restoration of the True Original English Language Theatrical mono mix. Uh, remember I was talking about those bonus features. You have a feature-length documentary, an hour and a half long. Jorge Grau. Uh, how many, how many, how many, uh, Catalonia's Cult Film King. Catalonia's. Catalonia's cult film king this extensive feature-length documentary explores the life and films of director jorge grau the scene of the crime gian uh, de rossi if you guys don't know who Gianetto de rossi is give it a goog, baby legend in discussion from uh, uh in discussion from manchester Gianetto de rossi q a at the festival of fantastic films 43 minutes long and then you have the original trailers and TV spot. You know what I miss? I was thinking about it the other day because I watched the uh, the original trailer for this one. Uh, there was just something about how trailers were done back in the day in comparison to now, I mean, I can't watch them now because you have to show me the whole fucking film before I even get in the theater. And for someone like me, like, the images stay, so I already start concocting what's going to fucking happen and shit. And by the time I actually get to the theater to sit down, I'm like, oh, well, this is what's going to happen. And that's just no good. That's not why you go to the go to the theater. You go to the theater to be entertained and thrilled and surprised and happy and sad and bada da 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 and I... I want to experience all those, what feels like a first run-through. What feels like a first run through. The only trailers I watch anymore is if I have never heard of the fucking film. Never heard of it, didn't know that they were doing Most of the time that happens with A24, I find myself like I won't walk out of the theater if it's an A24 film that I haven't heard of because A24 does such a good job of being bizarre and original that I'm like, all right, well, like Lamb. I remember when I first saw that trailer, I just went, I was pissed that I watched it, but I had to watch it because I had no idea what the fuck was going on. Like I was just like, wait a minute, and then all of a sudden, fucking a Lamb Bebe, and I was like, what the what the... 824. <laughs> um, gang, The Living Dead at the Manchester Morgue, a.k.a. Let Sleeping Corpses Lie, a.k.a. Don't Open the Window. Goddamn good zombie film. Please get this physical release because I can promise you wherever you find to stream this, is just not going to be as good. It's just not going to be as good. I, I find it happening all the time where I'll... And you uh, get a different cut of the film sometimes. You get a completely different cut of the film, which is just wild to me. I say this on the film all the time. Why can't we just have the definitive version? Why do Why do we always need to leave stuff on the editing floor? I don't give... I mean, I know. I'm in the minority, and fucking people are just trying to, you know, be entertained and then go home and fucking give their wife a little pickle-tickle and be on their way. That's from League of Their Own. Calm down. I'm not just being fucking Grandpa Pickle-tickle, Sean. No. <laughs> It's from *League of Their Own*. So movies on movies, right? I just I, film was cool. If you like horror film, even if you don't like horror films, if you like just well told films, I promise you, you you're probably not going to see the ending coming. And if you do, it's not going to be any less hurtful to your feelings. It will still hurt your feelings. <laughs> um, Synapse Film has put together a great fucking release of uh, the living dead at the manchester morgue the living dead at the manchester morgue i gotta go do anatomy and physiology now it's not all that great i don't want to actually i don't want to be doing this i do want to be doing that because that's going to pay me more alice cinema The Living Dead at Manchester Morgue The Living Dead at Manchester Morgue Synapse Films release Synapse Films release Get it now baby Ellis Cinema we gone